0: Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM.
1: Beers on me with KISS. Be a nice day to find a patio, deck, sit outside and have that beverage. As temperatures today in the mid-60s, actually right about 65 for Missoula. Next couple of days, we are in the low 70s. And then uh, we kind of dip back in the other direction. We won't even talk about that right now. We'll just say... (laughs) Tomorrow, a high of about 71. All right. Weather for the morning brought to us by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. That's
2: right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com.
1: All the details for this, you will find them with your KISS FM mobile app, it's a uh, story somebody posted on our app and on our website yesterday about an upcoming event. And This is going to happen later in the fall, uh, downtown Missoula. But it's it's pretty cool, and what's the, I can't remember how long ago it was they kind of had the same same company yeah. kind of putting this event on, where it was like this murder mystery.
2: Right, yes, I remember about this.
1: And you you, you kind of got your team together, and uh, you paid your entry fee or whatever. But then it was kind of like this murder mystery. It took a couple hours to solve, and it was all downtown, and it was kind of interactive. Yeah, it's
2: sort of like an outdoor escape room where you're kind of like dealing with all these different clues that lead you on to the next thing, and trying to solve the murder mystery. It must have been successful enough
1: that the uh, people that are putting it on thought, well... Let's give Missoula another go. Let's do it that again. It seemed like it worked all right.
2: Yes, although it's not going to be a murder mystery Not this the same time. thing. Yeah. Different angle for this one.
1: How about uh, Alice in Wonderland themed? All right. That seems pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so basically it's the same thing. Get your team together, and it's uh, you, you buy just one ticket. It's like a a one price entry and then that gets you it's like a team of up to six people okay kids get to get to play along and do it for free you can it's, it's a pet friendly event cause nice it's outdoors it's in outdoors downtown. so it'd be yeah. tougher
2: it not to be a pet friendly event right
1: <laughs> but uh outdoors so it's just kind of as you're you're making your way around downtown you're you know, doing puzzles, solving clues. It's all its all based through the app.
2: Yes, and it's all kind of themed around Alice in Wonderland. You can dress up in your Alice in Wonderland costumes if you want. If you have those lying around the house, <laughs> you can use those. It's the perfect time for it. Uh, and there are prizes uh, awarded for different uh, categories for people who uh, complete this, including Fastest Team, uh, Best Fancy Dress, Alice in Wonderland Inspired. So there you go. Uh, best Team Picture, Best Team Name, Best Young Detective for uh, those under 16, and uh, Possum Pooch. For the best dog photo. (laughs) There you
1: go. Uh, Anybody that doesn't know what's going on that day. Yeah. You're looking like, whoa. Real confused. These people dressed up. What are they they doing? Where are they going? Yep. Uh, This isn't until September, uh, but they're saying space is limited. So if you want to get on and just kind of guarantee your spot, make sure you're in. Uh, might be something you want to do. Okay. But I was reading some of the details. You know, it says unique escape room style experience. You go across town on foot solving clues, competing challenges against the clock. Uh, you book the one ticket for team. You can start anytime between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. So that's kind of the fun thing is that it's kind of it's kind of at your leisure. Okay, cool. You don't have to be there right at 9 o'clock for a start time. Yeah, you got to sleep in a little bit. You can do your thing. It takes you about two or three hours on average to, uh, to kind of finish it. You do it all through the app and just... Looks like it would be a pretty fun day. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember when the 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 murder one was happening. That I was kind of like, ah, it seems intriguing. I'd like to go check that out. Yeah,
2: and then uh, ultimately didn't, but now you have another chance to do it.
1: There it is. All right, we've got the link where you can get tickets, but this looks like it would be a, kind of a fun day. Kind of a little Alice in Wonderland escape room themed fun going on downtown. All right, Kiss FM mobile app. You can find out more.
0: When it's country in Sealy Lake, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS-FM. In Missoula, it's newsy and noteworthy, and it's now on 94.9 KISS-FM.
2: Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning? And uh, this happened last fall, but I guess we're just hearing about it now. Uh, A bunch of people were on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland in October when it broke down. So they were stuck in the boats for at least 30 minutes. Not unusual. That happens from time to time uh for the first 15 minutes or so the music kept playing so you just kept hearing (laughs) yo ho yo ho pirate's life for me over and over and over again that wasn't even the worst part because employees eventually stopped the music and turned the lights on but no one can get off the boat yet one of the guests had to pee and they just went for it this woman just started peeing off the side of the boat in full view of everyone wow (laughs) uh there's video of a mom talking about it afterward and saying a woman just behind her took her pants down hung her butt off the side of the boat Peed right in the water. I think mean, so. it'd be
1: worse. The uh, being stuck listening to the pirate song for like twenty minutes, or just once through the "It's a Small World" ride.
2: <laughs> I think I think it's a small world ride might be worse. <laughs> it still might be the <laughs> it one. Still might be the one. All right. <laughs> even without the pee. Even without that one. <laughs> uh, it's kind of
1: kind of a cool story. Mother and daughter recently graduated together from Southern New Hampshire University. Uh, Judy and Madison, their names, both got their master's degrees. Madison has dyslexia. Judy survived a brain tumor. Then the two of them went back, went to school together. Wow. One degree in creative writing, the other in human resource management. Just a a cool story. Yeah. Mother mother, daughter teaming up, doing it together. That's incredible.
2: Overcoming the uh, the obstacles there. Love that. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. University of Tennessee relief pitcher Ben Joyce just set a record for fastest pitch. In the history of college baseball, what uh, the school announced it yesterday that he threw a 105.5 Jeez. mile per hour <laughs> heater against <laughs> Auburn University, uh, which is actually very close to the fastest pitch ever recorded. Period. Uh, it's the second fastest pitch ever recorded. Uh, the first is Araldis Chapman, who holds the record right now, who plays for the Cincinnati Reds in 2010. Uh, he threw a 105.8 mile per hour pitch so yeah only a junior in college second fastest pitch ever recorded amazing that's wild Eesh.
1: uh abc says jimmy kimmel has the coronavirus is this everybody now has it is everybody it's making the, the, late, night, late, night the late night
2: shows yeah colbert had it recently I like right I
1: like keep seeing something it's like did they already have it yeah who,
2: who did have it?
1: uh apparently jimmy jimmy kimmel has it he tweeted out our daughter brought us covid we put in parentheses even though we specifically asked her not to <laughs> <laughs> Says he's feeling fine, double vaxxed and boosted. So the uh, the show must go on. Uh, currently, Tom Cruise was going to be uh, be uh, one of the guests. that He was then had, uh, had to throw in the towel, so he's not going to be there. But uh, I feel like uh, I, I mean, feel it like it makes sense because
2: to- if, if they did that, he'd be in the danger zone. That's true.
1: <laughs> well played. I feel like that's. I feel like that's got to be everyone now, right? For the late night scene. Yeah,
2: I know it was Colbert recently. I want to say Corden had it not too long ago. Yeah, no, it's it's been kind of making the rounds for sure. Uh, This is a pretty insane story, and uh, this happened. uh, It kind of began back in 2010. This guy in England uh, had an infection that uh, got so bad it caused his. uh, Let's say man parts. Yes, let's. Uh, Let's say that. (laughs) Uh, But it caused it to fall off uh and luckily modern science is amazing doctors came up with a plan to grow him a new one but they had to do it on his forearm and so he's been living his life with this thing hanging off his arm for six years six years he's had it they used skin from his arm to just grow a new one above his left wrist uh and i think the plan was for them to be able to graft it onto his lower parts uh earlier like you know earlier than this but uh, the pandemic kind of delayed things There were scheduling mix-ups staffing issues But now he's finally whole again. It is back to where it is supposed to be. Are you
1: you pulling stories from the National Enquirer here? This is is the real thing. I've seen a photo of this guy. Six years?
2: Six years. He's had this thing dangling off his arm this whole time. It's wild.
1: That is wild.
2: There used to be a movie about this guy. (laughs) (laughs) What has his life been like?
1: That is a a crazy story. He can finally wear
2: long sleeves again. Or short (laughs) short sleeves again.
1: (laughs) Uh, Final story. There's a puppy from the UK recently dug up... $7,500 Seventy-five hundred dollars worth of gold. Man bought the dog uh, last month as a surprise for his nine-year-old daughter. The breed is known for digging. Family was out on a walk with the dog. Just started digging out in a local field. Next thing you know, they're like, wait a minute, what is this? What is this? Yeah. Found fifteen gold pieces from the 19th century, worth over uh, over seventy-five hundred bucks. Wow. That is a uh, A good dog, right there. That's pretty great. (laughs) Man, that'd be scouring that whole field every day on the walk. (laughs) Mm, Have we we checked over here? Right. How about over here, puppy? Let's take a peek over here. All right, there you go. Newsy and noteworthy for your morning. It's KISS.
0: This part of Smith and Nelson in the morning brought to you by Hunter Bay Coffee, Montana's premium gourmet coffee roaster. If a steady
1: Nelson, Montana's country, leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Part of the morning here with KISS, brought to you by Taco Time.
0: That's
2: right. Get the crispy, delicious fish taco right now at Taco Time in North Reserve. It's filled with crispy white fish, shredded cheddar, cabbage and salsa fresca with creamy cilantro lime sauce. Available right now at Taco Time in North Reserve.
1: I was just thinking yesterday when I saw the story about the airport, I was thinking the last time I flew somewhere, it was like last August. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's coming up on a year. that's, that's going to be the longest gap I think I've ever gone without flying somewhere. Really? Even during the pandemic? uh like yeah and then 2020 yeah just uh well i mean maybe around that same time yeah um but I, I think i did i think i did go somewhere like somewhere in the middle of the pandemic that
2: does kind of ring a bell actually i remember, I remember you flying like when it was like still like pre-vaccine and yeah, do math, yeah. yeah that kind of thing yeah.
1: yeah um but i was thinking gosh that's that's a pretty long gap for um just in the sense i mean not like i'm jet setting all the time right, right. Now, but yeah <laughs> there's always some sort of deal with family
2: or holidays or events sure, yeah. and so i think that, that's yeah, a, especially with us where you know we live away from home so we gotta yeah. go back every once in a while and all that kind of stuff yeah so i haven't been uh i haven't spent much time at the airport but i have done
1: a few uh few loops to the airport over the last couple of months because we've had visitors come our way sure uh, but every time i every time i head to the airport it's just A little bit more. A little bit more with the new terminal. Right. Oh, my gosh. That thing is looking good. Oh, my God. Jesus, is that thing open yet? It has been in the works for a long time. Go back uh, over the course of the last however long, and just go from there till now, and you just think how the progress is coming along. It's like, man, this this thing's got to be ready to roll. Right. supposed to actually open tomorrow. Tomorrow's supposed to be the day the new terminal is opening. Right. And that has been delayed. Yes. It is no longer opening tomorrow. It is not opening tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, The good news is... It's done. It's 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 ready to roll. Yeah. Um, but they're gonna push it back a little bit. June eighth. So the good news is you don't have to wait long from now until when they're gonna open it. Okay. Do you think uh, the reason so just a month?
2: Do you think the reason for the delay is because tomorrow is Star Wars Day and they don't want that <laughs> to eclipse the uh, the opening of the terminal? Uh I would
1: imagine they got a phone call from Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Disney saying, You know, you know, tomorrow's to Tomorrow's a pretty big day for us. <laughs> so we'd rather not uh, anybody steal our thunder. Right. And just, you know. Being the people-pleasers that the airport is, they exactly. probably said, you know what, yeah, we'll, we'll push it back. And There, there are
2: conventions <laughs> that happen all over the
1: country for the opening of an airport terminal. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I guess the terminal is actually a good ready right to roll, but I guess they're going to take a little bit extra time, train staff, train uh, tenants inside the terminal on all the new equipment and uh, the best way of operating before they open, which I think is pretty smart when you really think about it. Yeah. Instead of just... We're working, we're working, we're working, we're finished and open the doors. And then it's just kind of chaos. This kind of seems like everybody can get on the right, get on the same page, uh, you know, kind of kind of figure out a way of doing things. Exactly. It's gonna, gonna work best. So, uh, yes. It's a good idea.
2: Yeah, I know it's unheard of if there's a delay inside an airport. <laughs> That's
1: right. But uh, even so, I think
2: this is probably for the best.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very fitting, I guess, being at the airport if there's a delay. You're right. <laughs> All right, so it's supposed to happen here with the Missoula Airport tomorrow. It's being pushed out about another month or so. So June 8th now is when they'll open it up. And just, you know, a lot of stuff looking forward to with the yeah, new terminal. Definitely. Uh, you know, more TSA screening lines. They're going to have the new uh, restaurant in there, the viewing areas where you can, you know, kind of eat and watch planes take off yeah and stuff.
2: We, we have a first look at the terminal too some of the stuff that's going to be like being added to the airport uh, over at the website that's check true that yeah out, yeah you're right all right uh, more with the story airport
1: supposed to open tomorrow but little, just little teeny inconvenience another month or so uh,
0: you can get the get more kiss fm mobile app nine kiss fm it's Odds and Ends with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM.
2: Yes, it is some Odds and Ends for your morning, and this news just came out this morning. New Jackass TV series in the works after uh, Jackass Forever, the movie, was such a huge success. Uh, they're going to be bringing the TV show back. So they can still make some money with it. Exactly. So the new show going to be airing on Paramount Plus, and the uh, details kind of scarce at the moment. No word on uh, who's coming back for the show. I would imagine... Johnny Knoxville may not be actually doing most of the stunts on it, but uh, he might be like an MC or something like that. He's gotta be a part of it. I feel like he's gotta be a part of it. Maybe kind of hosting the thing. And, Who uh, else is gonna do the intro? Exactly, yeah. You gotta have <laughs> Knoxville doing the intro. And I would imagine the new movie brings in a lot of new cast members, so uh, would I would, think. the focus would probably be on them, I would yeah, guess. Yeah, you'd think.
1: Uh, this is a fun story. Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, they've been in the news. Kanye West in there. Yep. His his uh, anger towards Pete, I guess it's you would say. It's been a whole thing, yeah. Uh-oh. Pete Davidson uh, apparently recently slammed Kanye West as he's doing a stand-up comedy routine. He made the joke that Kanye is trying to spend more time with his kids by dressing as the housekeeper. And said, quote, Am I the only one who secretly hopes Kanye will go full Miss fire here? <laughs> so just uh, start the countdown timer to the next Kanye West blow-up. Yeah, once the, he, ne- once the he gets, next meltdown <laughs> we'll be having. Once he gets the... Uh, the full play by play of
2: what Pete says. Yes. So let's only guess how Kanye will respond. You'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Jack Nicholson's axe from The Shining just sold at auction for $175,000. Uh, the auction is a total of 12 bids. The final bid was actually 140000 but there's a buyer's premium of 35000 that gets added on. That's how they get you. Wow. Uh, $175,000. Not even an autograph, it's just an axe. They basically, it's crazy. Uh, it's a pretty lightweight thing, but uh, yeah, Jack, Jack Nicholson's act from The Shining.
1: Huh. Uh Story about a man in Thailand recently setting a world record solving a Rubik's cube while skydiving, thirteen thousand feet in the air, wow. whipped out the cube, solved it in twenty-four point two seconds. Man, Can you imagine if you went through no skydiving experience, by the way, this is the first time skydiving. Right. Imagine <laughs> like you went through all that to get up there in the air, and like you go to pull out the Rubik's cube and it <laughs> drops.
2: Yeah, like, after all that. That's why you got to bring the backup cube. got to hey. have a second one. <laughs> now, was he a. Did, cost any precious time for the record, though? Yeah, now you, was he like mid fall or did he like hit the parachute already and then was like leisurely doing the Rubik's Cube afterwards? That I don't know. I don't, that, if, I don't know if it was pre or post uh, pulling the cord. Okay, interesting. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's still impressive either way, but even more impressive. You're gonna if you're going to look down he's, on if he's it. Like, if he's plummeting towards the earth at rapid speed <laughs> and then solving the cube, that's even more impressive, I think. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is a pretty uh, wild behind the scenes story happening on uh, Fast X, which is a the new Fast and Furious movie. Technically, it's called Fast 10, but it's, I'm calling it Fast X. Uh, Justin Lin, who has directed five of these movies, he's kind of the main guy behind the franchise, uh, has quit Production on Fast X after one week of filming. And uh, a source with knowledge in the situation is saying it's because Vin Diesel is so difficult to work with. And I guess Justin Lin just getting fed up with it. Uh, Apparently, Diesel's showing up late to the set, doesn't know his lines, showing up out of shape. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, the director, Justin Lin, giving up like 10 or 20 million dollars because he just can't deal with (laughs) Vin Diesel anymore. Crazy. (laughs) It's pretty wild. All right, uh, on this
1: date. 1952, Kentucky Derby televised nationally for the first time on this date, which uh, Derby happens on Saturday, right? Yes, it does. Do you know the name Gary Thurk? You might not, but you might hate him already. Okay. This date, 1978, Spam Email is born as our good buddy Gary, a marketing executive for the Digital Equipment Corporation of Maynard, Massachusetts transmits an unsolicited sales pitch for a new line of computers to 400 prospective customers.
2: Is the, the pioneer of spam?
1: There he is. Man. Not exactly what you want to be known for no. all these years later. That's wild. <laughs> uh, on this date, 1986, Dolly Parton, she opened up her Dollywood amusement park. Oh, cool. In Tennessee. And then, uh, birthday today, Eric Church turning 45. There you go. Some odds and ends for your morning with Smith & Nelson. It's Kiss.
0: When it's country in Ronan, it's Montana's Country Leader, 94.9 KISS FM.
1: Montana's Country Leader, 94.9 KISS FM, Smith & Nelson in the morning. It is another Take Me Home Tuesday as we team up with the Humane Society of Western Montana. And it's brought to you by Paul's Pancake Parlor, Flanagan Motors, and Trail West Bank. We have some adorable little fuzzies in the studio with us this morning. Yeah, we do, yeah. Look at her looking. Oh, she's looking at the camera. She's (laughs) waving. (laughs) <laughs> we also have Katie with the Humane Society in here in the studio with us this morning. Katie, welcome back. Thanks for coming to hang with us. Good to be back. Who'd you, uh, who'd you bring here this morning?
3: So today we have Isabella and Camillo. They are a set of kittens, one boy and one girl, um, that are waiting for their homes at the shelter. Um, it is kitten season. So now is the time of year. We're going to have a lot of kittens. We're going to need a lot of help from our fosters and hopefully get some new fosters in our network so that they can take care of cuties like these.
1: How old are, uh, how old are these two? Yeah, they seem pretty small.
3: Yeah, they're about eight or nine weeks, okay. which is typically oh, wow. when we're able to take spay away. and neuter them and send how, them to new
1: homes. How old do they have to be to take away from mama?
3: Um, it kind of depends. Sometimes we do get bottle babies in, and if we get little kittens in that much, uh, they need to eat, like, every two hours and be bottle-fed. Oh, wow. So we have some fosters that are really committing to the bottle babies, and they get a lot of enjoyment out of that. But if the kittens are with mom or a little bit older, they can eat on their own, or the mom takes care of them, and you take care of the mom.
1: They just, like, all of a sudden went into, just like everybody, when the when the mics go on, they just they, went into shy mode. I
2: know. They were, they they were, were, they were <laughs> meowing up a storm yeah. right before we turned on the, the mics,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit the mics and then just quiet. A
3: yep. little stage fright there. I
1: love it. All right. So these guys, are they're ready to go, ready for a home? Yeah. Uh, being as young as they are? Um,
3: yep. Don't so, have to hit
1: a certain age or anything?
3: Yeah, they've been spayed and neutered. They are ready to go. Um, they are currently up to date on their vaccinations, but when they're about four months old, they'll need to get a rabies vaccine, um, which we do offer a voucher for you to do that once they're old enough.
1: Is this somewhere... Ideally, they would go to the same place, or we're all right uh, finding two different owners, or how does it? What's what's the, what's the best always, situation?
3: <laughs> we always recommend getting two kittens, kind of the buddy system, just because instead of them, you know, running around your house and
0: Cos- clawing Cos- up Cosmetic. your couch, they're
3: playing with each other. Um, so, cats are one hundred and twenty-five dollars, or kittens are one hundred and twenty-five dollars at the shelter. They are all altered and microchipped. Um, but we do a BOGO deal on kittens always.
1: Oh nice. We oh, definitely really?
3: encourage taking wow. two. Wow,
1: yeah, I didn't realize that. But you you just mentioned the clop your couch. You, just, you gotta be aware with kittens. They they wanna get into everything. They wanna
3: <laughs> Yeah, they're they want to scratch. They yeah. wanna scratch, yeah.
1: right? Uh, we got a we got a kitten at home a couple months ago. Oh yeah. Good. We're getting it made me realize, gosh, I forget how much they just wanna be into everything. Yep.
3: Yeah, and just entertained. <laughs> you know, you gotta keep them busy. You gotta have all their little Scratching outlets that they can use to appropriately scratch and keep them busy. If
1: you're expecting like a to get a kitten, have it just be lazy, lay on the couch all day. Definitely not the case, right? Yeah, that's the... an older cat kind of thing. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> I
3: was gonna say i met maybe one lazy yeah. kitten, but <laughs>
1: you, just, you just gotta be ready. I'm just saying you gotta be ready for yeah. them to be on the go nonstop. So
3: I would recommend taking two. Or if you're not ready for the craziness but love kittens, I would recommend. There you go. Aid. We
1: brought it full circle. Bring two, then they can entertain themselves. Yes. And you, don't have, you don't have to worry about it. There right? you go. All right, Isabella and Camillo. Gosh, these are just the the cutest little guys here. Yeah, they're great. My gosh, you got to uh, you got to see these guys in person, which we we got some video and pictures that will be going up on the website. Yeah, Ryan's
2: holding one of them. I was holding this one over here and then uh <laughs> wanted to jump out at the last second. But uh yeah, they're, they're they're adorable.
1: Cute little guys. All right, uh Katie, tell us how anybody touches base and maybe sets up a time to see these guys or how what's the next step if anybody wants to check these two out and maybe give them a home.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So the shelter is open Wednesday through Sunday from 1 to 6. If you're interested in adopting, you can come by any time in that window and visit our available animals. Um, Kittens do tend to go a bit quicker than the adult cats. However, kitten season is coming, so keep an eye on the website for up-to-date information on who we have.
1: All right, the website, myhswm.org. All right, you got to see these. Uh, got to see these two little cuties and get them a home. Katie, appreciate you bringing them in this morning.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: All right, it's so take me home Tuesdays. Brought to us by Paul's Pancake Parlor, Flanagan Motors, Trail West Bank. Anything before we go? <laughs> I was hoping we'd get a me out before we left. Nope, no, nothing.
0: 949 Kiss FM. What they say, what they tweet, what they do. It's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. All right. Remember the pandemic?
1: Remember that? Threw a little wrench into pretty much everything in the world. Yeah, that makes sense. Remember artists, how they're like playing at home, Zoom concerts. Yeah. It was just just such a weird thing. We were
2: doing contests on the station where we were like, oh, you get on a Zoom call with (laughs) Jason Aldean or whatever. That's right.
1: Uh, Dirks Bentley says that it almost feels like he's starting over because of the pandemic. That there's really a lot of gratitude for what I get to do more so than ever because of 2020. Feels like starting all over again because of what we've been through in the last two years. So we got to show our fans all the cool stuff we've been working on for the last couple of years. Nice. Which will include us getting to see what they've been working on. That's true. Dirks Bentley coming to the Atom Center in September. Show yes. that's supposed to be here in February, but then it kind of comes full circle to what we were just talking about the <laughs> pandemic screwing everything up. But. Eventually, we'll get Dirk's here.
2: Yes, that's going to happen. Uh, Garth Brooks was playing in Baton Rouge, Louisiana on Saturday, and uh, the crowd got so loud that it caused an earthquake. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, it's pretty wild. I guess the crowd got loud during his performance of the song, "Calling Baton Rouge. Yeah. Which makes sense. He was in Baton Rouge. Uh, he was performing at uh, Louisiana State University's Tiger Stadium in a seismograph on campus recorded a quake around 930, uh, which that song is an unofficial anthem for LSU fans That's at right. football That's games. That's right. They play that at the game. Yeah, exactly. They're not so bad. So when he was playing it, the crowd went wild, and uh, it is a massive stadium. Actually, it was the second largest stadium concert in North American history. Ever? Ever! Oh my God! A uh, hundred and two thousand three hundred and twenty-one <laughs> oh. fans were in attendance. Wow! Uh, number one is George Strait at AT&T Stadium in Texas in twenty fourteen. That had one hundred and four thousand. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, earthquakes have actually happened during other sporting events at the stadium, but this is the first time it's ever happened during a musical event before.
1: All right. Final one here. Jason Aldean tells MusicRow.com, seeing other country stars come out of Georgia made him believe he could succeed. I just love it. It says, when I, was, when I was coming up, a lot of people that were coming out of Georgia made it seem like it wasn't an unreachable goal. Trisha Yearwood, Travis Tritt, Alan Jackson coming out of Georgia. I thought, if these people could make it, so can I. Right. I don't, I don't feel like he meant it to be, but it, it sounds like, eh, if these schmucks could do it, <laughs> I knew it was no problem for me. Obviously not what he meant. Right.
0: (laughs) And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. Thinking about Oh, newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM.
2: Brought to you by Farside Sign. Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. We search high and low for
1: those fun facts, little pieces of information. Maybe you didn't already know. And then present them to you in nugget form.
2: Exactly. And uh, here's something that uh, I didn't know. I think kind of interesting. Uh, Did you know expiration dates on bottled water have nothing to do with the water? Did you know that bottled water has expiration dates?
1: Uh, Now that you mention it... (laughs) Uh, boy, I don't know. I don't know if i ever paid attention if it really? did or
2: didn't. I feel like I've seen it before but didn't really think about it. But then you think about it for a second, it's like, well, water shouldn't expire. Like the minerals right? or something. Yeah, or... like you think water shouldn't expire. Uh, the reason why there's an expiration date is because of the plastic bottles. Ah. The actual bottles themselves, which will eventually uh, yeah. start leaking chemicals into the water. Uh, and that is why there's an expiration date on plastic water bottles. That makes sense. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, water itself doesn't expire, it's water but uh, plastic eventually will kind of corrode that water and turn it into something kind of nasty. So that is why you don't want to drink expired water out of a plastic water bottle. If you find a
1: water bottle, past the dates, you got to make the call, hmm, am I going to chance that the chemicals have leaked into what I'm about to drink?
2: Exactly, yes. Gotcha. Uh, So there you go, expiration dates. Nothing to do with the water, need to or not. Now you know.